Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of LifeScope. I am Jasmine. And my name is Estefania. And today we have one of our good friends. Her name is Jasmine Bautista. We met her at GCU, uh, one of our classes. I think it was Servant Leadership. And she's really amazing, such an entrepreneur. She has her own YouTube channel. We hope that today's conversation brings a lot of value to you. And if you want to tell us more about yourself. <laughs> Hey guys, so I'm Jasmine, so I'm Mexicana. <laughs> so I went to GCU, my goal is always to become financially independent. So of course I did grow up very poor um, and I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one. And for that reason, I was able to get the drive to actually be better. And the best way was to actually go to a great university. And that's where I, I met these two beautiful women here that are both entrepreneurs as well and they have their strengths. So what am I doing at the moment? Well, I'm just a project manager at construction, but I do have experience with Amazon. I used to sell different types of things on Amazon. So if you are interested, uh, go ahead and check uh, my Instagram and I can give you details on how I started. So that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll tag all of her YouTube page and her Instagram so you guys can check her stuff out. She's mm -hmm. really good. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we'll start with the first question. What made you start your YouTube channel? So I've always been inspired to do what makes me happy. I come from a very strict family and I was doing, I was actually going to school to become a doctor. So at that moment when I was becoming a doctor, I was doing it for my parents, not for my happiness. Mm -hmm. So then I realized, you know what? I can make my parents proud and on top of that, make money and on top of that, make myself happy. Yeah. And that's when the whole thing of be someone that makes you happy came from. And that's how I started my YouTube channel. But of course, that actually led to helping people learn how to make, save and grow their money. Yeah. Um, but it's still the same concept. I want you to follow your passion, but in the same time, be able to monetize it. And that's pretty much how I started my YouTube channel. And I think it's really good that, like you said, <clears throat> I feel like sometimes we focus on what our parents want that exactly. we don't stop to think like, oh, this is what I want for myself. And your parents are going to love you and support, support you no matter what. Yeah, maybe at the beginning they're going to be mad. But if you prove them that this is really what you wanted and this is really what you're good at, you're going to succeed at it. And at the end of the day, they're going to be happy for you. Especially if you do what they want, you're going to resent them. Of yeah. course, you're going to go through like three to four years of them not like mm -hmm. liking what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then think about it in the long term, when you do become successful, and I'm not saying you have to become a millionaire, but when you come success into your own happiness, yeah. you guys are going to build a beautiful relationship, especially when they're yeah. older. So that's the whole idea. Yeah. And like you were saying, it doesn't mean like you have to be a billionaire, billionaire, well, whatever. Like we were saying, people have different definitions of success. Like yeah. one of our guests, his name was Abel, um, is Abel. <laughs> he, he was saying success to him meant like having a really comfortable life, like where you're not struggling for money, but you're mm. also not making like millions. You know? yeah, yeah, success is doing what you want. And that exactly. was what brings you happiness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. I feel like not only with Hispanics, but with other people as well, like we always want to do what our parents say mm -hmm. just because they've made sacrifices for us. So that's why we want to do it like, oh, this is for my parents. But we have to think about ourselves as well. Yeah, we feel like we owe them. Yeah. Yeah, and that too is that um, they have given us so much that we don't want to let them down. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the biggest thing, especially if you are the oldest or you are an immigrant. You have yeah. so much pressure from your parents. And, and it's not a bad thing because you can eat, that can push you to be better. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you tend to have this battle inside of you. It's like, should I do what they want or yeah. should I do what makes me happy? 
Yeah. I feel like you said it makes you a lot stronger because also me, like all of us are yeah. the oldest and we're um, daughters of immigrants and me, myself, like I migrated here. So yeah, it definitely gives you, makes you, gives you more strength that other people not don't necessarily have because they haven't been through that struggle. Yeah. But at the same time, you have this internal battle where it's like, I want to do what I want, but at the same time, I don't want my parents to think that they came here for nothing or that, you know, what I'm doing, it's not um, enough. You know what our biggest strength as immigrants are? We don't give up. Mm-hmm. We No matter what you're doing, you don't give up. And when you were born here and you are entitled to everything, you give up when someone says, oh, you're ugly or oh, you won't make it. But because we've been through so much, our biggest strength is we won't give up no matter how hard it is. No, exactly. I remember when I came here, I didn't know English and my lowest grade was a B. And I would see all these people struggling because to me, school wasn't that hard. And I was like, why are these people not getting higher grades? Like they know English. They show up every day to school. Like, why don't they just like do the work, like whatever work it is? And I was like, you're so you're so right about that. Like, we don't give up. Like, even if you don't know, you're going to learn and you're going to get through the struggle to get to learn it. Exactly. So I have a question for you guys. Why did you guys start your podcast? Yeah, so we <laughs> we started because we wanted a well, me personally, I mm-hmm. feel like I've always gone through some things being the oldest and not having someone yeah. be there for me. Mm-hmm. So I felt like maybe if we start something to give our voice, our experience, not even like that you have to do the same thing that we do, mm-hmm. but it's just like a voice. Someone else a perspective. is going through the yeah, same exactly. thing. Yeah. yeah, a perspective. Yeah, yeah and that's, mm-hmm. I think that's why most people start too, is they want to bring value in ways they couldn't receive. Because me growing yeah. up, I had no clue how to make money. I had no clue how to say, like, yes, my parents make money. And yes, we had school, but I just wanted more than that. And I, and I couldn't find it in like books in school none of that like taught us do you Mm -hmm. remember a time where you learned how to budget no No, no. yeah you know i got lucky and we actually had a teacher she was becoming a teacher she was doing like her practices in our school funny enough sorry i'm getting sick so uh she went to gcu and she actually put a class together to teach us that because she was 19. She graduated super wow. young. She graduated super young. And she was like, they don't teach you this at school and you've got to know this. Mm-hmm. So she taught us like how to read a check, how to like open a bank account, look at the different like bank accounts, a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did have a little bit of that, but it was because of her, you know, like yeah. she put all of that together. But not really, I want to say budgeting, like not really. We went over it, but. I feel like schools don't have those tools to give you, like no. to put it in. Like mm-hmm. max that you get it is like a class and that's it. Yeah. Economics, right? High school when you have yeah. to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you for asking me that question. I do appreciate it. So but we have more. Another one is like, what is one thing you wish you had known when you began like your path? I think the biggest thing I wish I knew is not to be so hard on myself and to love the process. I think that, okay, so when I got this house, right, I'm 23 years old and I got Mm -hmm. my first house. While I was working through all of the uh, late night shifts, uh, saving my money instead of going out and eating because I would go to school and I would have to pack my own lunch because if I would buy something, it would cost me $10 instead of like two, $3 doing it myself. Mm -hmm. So during that whole time, I was so hard on myself, like Jasmine, like you need to save more, you got to do this and that. But once I got the reward of the house, it didn't change my happiness. 
what really gave me the happiness is the process. Knowing that every day I'm putting more effort and I'm becoming better. That right there is by far the greatest thing you can experience is experience the journey, not the destination. And I think that when I was younger, I always in my head was like, I want to have a million dollars in the bank account. I want to have um, a good watch and a good car, a good um, lifestyle. But really, that's not going to bring me happiness because I'm going to constantly want to grow. And I think that with the Internet and with social media, we're always told, like, you know, once you get this house, once you get this job, once you get um, this spouse, you know what I mean? You get, yeah. a, you'll have amazing, uh, children, but in reality, that's not gonna bring you happiness. No, it's all inner. Yeah. 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 You can, you can't have all the money in the world and still be sad or still be miserable. Exactly. It, my yeah. mindset, my happiness did not change once I got this house. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. changed. So it's the, that one thing too, is that you gotta also, here's the biggest thing. Uh, when you are trying to improve yourself, don't ever compare yourself to anyone else. Because when I go to the gym, right, um, I'm always, I'm a little chubby. So when I go to the gym and I see all these girls like, oh my God, they have six packs. They have this big booty and I'm over here like flat booty. <laughs> I compare myself to them. And while I'm working out, I kind of get like discouraged. I'm like, I'm working really hard to grow and become healthy, but I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. So having that mindset of, the only way you can actually be better is to compare who you were a year ago. And I know that sounds, it's like a lazy mindset you might think, but really like, think about it. A year ago, I was at GCU. I didn't have a house. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my debt paid off. I didn't have everything that I have right now. And uh, it just comes to comparing yourself versus you. That's the only way you can Mm -hmm. actually win in life. So. Yeah, it's you versus you, not you yeah. versus other people. Because if you do that, you're never going to be happy. Like, same thing with, like, for example, when you see stuff on social media and you see, oh, this person has this car or this person is has um, a great relationship. It's like, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, when I got the house, no one knew how much hours I put in. No yeah. one knew, like, the sacrifices I made. They just mm-hmm. saw the end result. And all they would say is, congratulations, Jasmine. And we all knew you did it. You were going to do it, but you didn't. You didn't see what I was doing in the mm. back. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see like the work that you were putting exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. So if you are someone, whether you are wanting to become a teacher, a janitor, whatever, you always have to have the mindset that you have to compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to grow and you're going to be happy. Because comparison is the biggest way for you to actually get depressed and sad. Yeah. Because there's always going to be someone who is better than you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think what you were saying about the money, um, you can make, like, you can, let's say that right now you're going to school, so you can't have, like, a full-time job. Mm-hmm. That's fine. As long as you know how to manage your money, you can still be able to save up some money. Like, you have to, like you were saying earlier, you have to budget it out. Yes. Saying, yeah. you know, instead of me going to buy Starbucks, which is, like, $5 more uh, on a cup. A little secret for you, for Starbucks to actually make a cup let's say caramel macchiato, it only costs them 80 cents and you're paying $5. Exactly. <laughs> and you think, you think, oh my God, $5 isn't a lot. Nope. What you are drinking is overpriced. If you make a cup of coffee, just black at home, 20 cents. And you might think, oh, that's, that's a little bit, but really, you don't really know how much they are paying. And everything that you're paying, whether it's going out to eat or drinking coffee, it's all overpriced. Mm-hmm. So... Like if you 
if you were to get a $5 coffee once a week for like the whole year, um, that's $260. Yeah. You can buy yourself right there new pairs of shoes, a new laptop, especially if you're going to, that's a whole class you can yeah. pay at community college. Yeah, exactly. And especially if you are someone who struggles with like having income, it's the little things. And you might think, oh, a cup of coffee or going out to McDonald's or taking out my friends out to dinner isn't a lot. But honestly, if you save up all that money, you can have your house. You can have multiple houses. Yeah. Because think about it. If you get a house, you're only going to put 5% down. That's pretty much it. And you are over here overspending and trying to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> I'm not trying to bash anyone. Like I, I, I think that my mindset is just always what makes you happy and what your goals are. And your actions should match the energy. Mm-hmm. If you're over here trying to tell other people, oh, I make money by showing them your car, showing them other things like that, and that's making you happy, that's fine. I'm not here to judge you, but in reality, I'm trying to build wealth. I'm not trying to look rich. And there's a huge difference mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, there's like a picture where it's like, buy a $10 wallet and have $200 <laughs> in there versus exactly. buying like a $300 exactly. wallet and not have anything. Anything in the yeah. bank. And then there, the money just se fue. Like nothing. I agree 100%. Like sometimes, se me antoja, you know, to get like a nice purse and like, you know, something. Just because I like it. and are human. Yeah. It's, it's temptations that come mm-hmm. and go. But I'm like, no, I can literally go to Ross and get myself a $30 purse. <laughs> yes, yes. And like save the rest. And so, no one's going to know. No one's going to know how much you paid for it. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't care. Like if people ask me, I'm like, I shopped it at Ross. Like, I don't And I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. So I have to wear um, dress up shirts and dress up like a business um, attire at work. And I always get compliments. They're always like, Jasmine, where do you get that shirt? You know, because we all have to dress nice. Mm. And I don't tell them, like, oh, I don't remember. I was at the mall. But I get all my clothes at Goodwill. I always try my, like, listen, a, a shirt at Goodwill would cost me $4.99, $2.99. If I would go to the mall, that shirt would cost me between $40 to $60. And no one knows the difference. Like, no one is going to go and look at my bank account. No one's going to go with me to the store. Mm-hmm. It's all about... Uh, if you have a goal or a dream, how are you going to achieve that and still be able to like show, you know what I mean? Like no one knows that I'm doing that. To yeah. Be how can you, um, what's the word? Create more efficiency. Yes. Be more efficient. Yeah. Be more efficient <laughs> in, with your money and like your yeah. goals and how you're getting there. I always have bad luck whenever when I go to Goodwill. I can never it's the find stores. Stuff. Which store you go to in the neighborhood, yeah. um, where like the rich people are, Scottsdale, right, <laughs> Litchfield, right here. Like you'll see a lot of people over here. And if you go, to, for example, Phoenix, no one over there has really good, nice clothes, right? Mm-hmm. It's all beat up. And, and there's nothing wrong with me. I grew up in Phoenix. I was poor. I was there. So if you really want to get some good, like clothes, just go to a neighborhood where you know that, like. People like make money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. It's about the store too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, where do you guys sell for your clothes? I'm going to put you guys on the spot. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I shop at Ross. Same. I've, I've gotten some stuff like at Goodwill or Savers, but like I said, maybe it's because of the stores. Like you said, I never really find stuff, but mainly Ross or if I go to stores and like find stuff on sale. Walmart sometimes has good stuff. I like Walmart too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Walmart's clothes is um, underrated. Like no one really thinks they're good clothes, but mm. they actually last long and they're they pretty do. good. Yeah, they're starting to get more expensive though because people like- Are they really? Like, yeah, mm. at least in one of my house. Oh, yeah, it is. 
Where do you, where do you I shop? Think not the same. It's Ross or Walmart or even Melrose. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel, I mean, like, shoes is different. Like, you can't get shoes from Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) Or your underwear from Goodwill. No. No, it's like, it's like the little things like your shirt. Sometimes it's hard. The pants. I feel like the pants are the most difficult one to find. Yeah. And then now with COVID, like, you can't put them on. You can't try them on. So, like, if you buy a shirt, you're stuck with it. You can't really, like, go back and return it. I mean, you can, but it's just, like, a hassle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know who has some good deals, too? Costco. Do they really? Yeah, and clothes. Like, I bought some sports bras for, like, $10. No. Like, it was, like, two of them, so it was, like, five. I need sports bras. <laughs> Costco. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit up Costco for sure. <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's so crazy because sometimes you're just paying for the brand. Like, I remember I bought some underwear from Victoria's Secret, which yeah. ended up being – I got it on Victoria's sale. Victoria's Secret doesn't last, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then – because I was, like – I asked a couple of my friends, they were like, oh, they work really good. So I went and tried them on and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like how it feels. Like it's, it's like the no showing ones, those are nice. Like if you're wearing a dress and stuff like yeah. that. But mm-hmm. the other ones, they're not comfortable to me. They're not supposed to be comfortable. They're supposed to be like more like sexualized. Yeah. So and I think that's you, you can go to Victoria's Secret like if you want to have like a good night. <laughs> but it's not really for like a good like. Uh, wear every day. Yeah. So I just don't know. I, I feel like Victoria's Secret when I was younger, it was just like, oh, if you really want to look nice, you want to feel comfortable, go to Victoria's Secret. But no, it, just, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it doesn't feel comfortable <laughs> at all. And I, I even got like their cotton underwear and no, I was like, and they shrink. Yeah. And they shrink. That's my biggest thing too. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't feel good. It doesn't fit me anymore. I think I went to got some uh underwear at Ross and it's so Yeah, much Ross better. is really good. Yeah, yeah. So much better. Yeah. <laughs> so what you got? What else you wanna know? So what are some obstacles that you overcame that made you uh the person that you are right now? So I think the biggest obstacle that I can actually think about uh, had to do when I was in middle school. And I know that sounds like it's a really long time because I'm 23 years old. I already went to college. But I think that this set up my whole mindset of who's going to be there for you when you're at your lowest. So when I was in middle school, sixth grade, 2008, right? Um, the whole crash, right? The whole house crash. Here's the thing. Other than the whole house crash, my dad is an immigrant. So he was trying to get his papers and at that time he was the only one that was actually bringing in the money but the whole system when you get your papers if you don't know is you have to go to mexico right and you have to go through court and they have to go through your paperwork and my parents thought oh okay he's just gonna be gone for two months right um and this was before the the crash hit like before i really got bad so my dad went to mexico trying to get his papers is it juarez i think that's where where you go get your papers and he was stuck in mexico for like almost a whole year. At the time we had a house. I was the oldest of three. Um, my mom didn't have a job. She, well, she did have a career. She's a uh, barber, cosmetologist. So she cuts hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you know, you only get like five, $6 when you cut hair. That's not gonna pay for food. That's not gonna pay for mortgage. And um, at that time, all of our family members, no one was helping us. I remember that I would have to put food in my backpack from school because I had to bring food to my little brother and my little sister. At the time, they like my mom did not have money to even buy milk. And my we had our neighbor and she was actually my tia and 
at the time she knew that we didn't have money for food we didn't have anything and the only people who were kind for, to me were people who weren't my family and that's when i realized like in this life you're gonna go through ups and downs but you always have to be kind to others because i was at that time i was at my lowest i was depressed yes i was little i was like what 12 mm -hmm. but i realized that no one knew I was depressed. No one knew what my family was going through. And I realized, realized that everyone is like that. Everyone has demons. Like you probably um, are fighting with some sort of problem in your life and you don't have uh, someone to talk to. And at that time when we didn't have money for food or anything, I promised myself, you know what, you're gonna do anything in your power to help your family. When you get a job, you're gonna try to help them. And I think that's where my, my drive came from. Um, after my dad came back, he did get, get his papers, thanks to God. Um, when he did come back, we lost the house and we were living in a room. It was me and my little brother were sleeping on the couch. My parents had their bedroom, I mean their bed. Uh, but we were all stuck in, this, in the same room. We were living with our aunt, our neighbor, the one who didn't want to give us food, basically. Um, at the time, we were at like our lowest and it was just so humbling because uh, they were looking down on us. They were looking down on us, even though they knew that it wasn't our fault that like my dad went to Mexico, that we didn't have like money. Uh, and we were paying, they were, like uh, we had to pay rent and stuff. So looking back at those times where I did grow up very poor and uh, I didn't have no one there to actually like give me love and stuff. I realized that the only person I need is God. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. like, I, I don't know how we survived through that. Like, I really, really don't know how we just went through the whole situation. And I know I'm not the only one because 2008 hit basically a lot of families, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you were someone who was making minimum wage. Um, but I think that ever since that moment, it like woke me up. It like, there's like, if that didn't happen to me, I probably would have been uh, a normal, like 23 year old, like who, who didn't want to grow, who just would go and become a nurse and, and just make whatever I could make. Mm -hmm. It was never like this whole mindset that I have now is I'm not, I'm not looking for money. I'm just in the, in a state where I want to help my parents retire. I want mm -hmm. to be able to make so much money that I can uh, give my mom and dad like their paycheck and then me still be able to live my life. Like that's such a dream. Think about it, like how proud would your parents be if you can just let them not work anymore and you can pay for their mortgage, you can pay for their food. And if they want to go to Spain, you have the money to give them. That is what drives me. It's just you need to find your why. And when you find your why, whether that's your family or it's um, something that happened to you in your past, you use that. And that's what actually drives you to be better. So yeah, sorry, I went on a whole tantrum right there, but that's that's where it started. No, it's it's true. It comes from like those points where you're really struggling and you, you know, it's good that you found your why like at a very, very early age because some people mm -hmm. like it takes them longer, but it's something that you have to look uh, within yourself to find. There's a quote, I don't know if you guys know who Eric Thompson is. He's like a motivational speaker. Uh, he says, you don't want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. If you, yeah, yeah. If you really loved your mom, if you really, really loved your, your siblings, 
you would do everything in your power to succeed. You would do everything. You would stop caring about what other people think of you. You would mm -hmm. stop like uh, caring if you lose or not. It's like your why. It's just like this hunger I have, and and like every day that I feed it, it gets like bigger and bigger. And it's it's mm -hmm. strange because like a female usually like I always when I was growing up, I always get asked like especially in, in like middle school and high school um, when I started to find ways to actually make money and stuff. I hated this. They would always ask me, Jasmine, are you a lesbian? And I'm like, what? 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 Why? Because I'm trying to be better. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm not scared of men and I'm trying, I'm not looking for a man. I'm looking for uh, this ambition to actually get my parents out of like, you know, their working class. Mm -hmm. And I told my mom, I came home that day and I was crying and I was like, mom, like, do I look like one? Like, I don't want you, I don't want you to think that I am. I'm like, I'm sorry for my mistakes in the past. All I'm trying to do is actually become a better person and, and get you guys, um, out basically um and my mom just like looked at me and she started crying and she was like no mija no te preocupes like just do what you do it's okay if you don't get married do whatever you want to do um stop caring what other people think mm -hmm. and from that moment i realized that my ambition and my mindset um it's intimate what is it called it into intimidate intimidates there you go intimidates men it intimidates other people because i am tapping in in myself like i'm mm -hmm. tapping in to be the best version of myself and when other people aren't confident they're not going after their success they look at me and, and they envy that, that they can't do that themselves mm -hmm. so I, I i grew up very like in the whole i had two people the people who support me and are like oh wow you're doing this whole thing i want to be like you or the people who are like be a girl stop mm -hmm. stop trying to be the man find yourself a man you know what i mean there's always like two sides and i think it's a, it's a big battle um and i really i don't know how to explain it it's just it's just hunger right there yeah that's i think it's true it's like the lack of confidence i mean like to me it's like yeah girl you go like <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> so um one of my favorite artists his name is russ and one thing he said is you're never going to find another confident person attacking someone who is confident that's beta energy that's that's like you envy this person because you can't get that type of confidence you can't get that drive you basically don't love yourself so the way you do it is just bring the other person down um but i think the biggest thing you should do what i've been doing is surrounding myself around people who have the same mindset who have the same goals yeah. um and it's hard because I love, I love, I'm an extrovert. I love to be around people, but at the same time, I'm like a mixture of both. You know what I mean? Like I love being by myself mm -hmm. and like doing everything by myself, but I also love humans. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to say, Hey, I don't want to hang out with you because all you want to do is drink. It's fine to drink. I love to drink. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love margaritas. But the thing is that the people who you surround yourself with will bring that, inner self of you either the good side or the bad mm -hmm. side and honestly i don't know when i'm gonna die and i really want to achieve my goals so yeah <laughs> no it's true like the people that you surround yourself with has to do a lot yeah. with the actions you take like if people are going out every weekend yeah they're gonna invite you to go yeah, out every exactly. weekend versus you like working on something or a project that you yeah and have. then you're spending money and you're like not even mm -hmm. you know growing 
And if they're really your friends, they're going to understand that you can't go every weekend. But mm -hmm. if they're not your real friends, they're going to be like, wow, you never come. Like, we're not going to invite you anymore. Yes. You know? I'm a great believer that um, it's okay to chase your goals and, and be ambitious. But you can have the afternoon or one Saturday out of the month to, like, hang out with your friends. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's like, are they doing the same thing as you? Or are they doing this every weekend? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think also, like, it, it comes from where you are from. Like, Hispanics. My mom did not let me go out. My mom did not let me drink. You know what I mean? So um, because of that, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't need that. You know what I mean? But don't get me wrong. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's something that you don't need, but it's like, it's good. It's fun. It's fun. Like yeah. you said, it gets you out of your world. Yeah, it's good to like step out of your work zone. Your responsibilities. Your responsibilities. It's a good distraction. Yes. Yeah. It is not that like expensive. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Margarita Mixer from Costco. <laughs> we were actually talking about that. Uh, she said that she was actually really good at making margaritas. And she, she said it from yeah. Costco. So, so yeah. So we're going to try the margaritas. That's what confirms. <laughs> okay, so another question for you. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a similar career as you? A similar career? Mm -hmm. I think that, well, first of all, if you want to go to college or university, Please don't be like everyone else and go to the university straight. You're going to be wasting a lot of money. Instead, I would recommend for you to build your skills while you are going to community college. Because one, community college, you're only paying $300, okay, for one class. For a university, whether it's public or private, it's going to be like $1,000, a little bit more, oh, up to $2,000, um, $2,000, $3,000, depending on the class and career you want. <clears throat> so I would recommend for you to take three to four classes in community college and if you want to become a project manager, you need skills that have to do with communication because you will be pressured and you will be stressed with supervisors looking down on you because the project isn't going like how it's planned. So I would recommend for you to do anything that that has to do with customer service because when you are doing, and it has to be heavy, whether it's like retail or you being a cashier because you need to talk. So um, save your money and start doing that. How I was able to do it was um, at the time I was in Tucson, but I had experience with being a chef. And when I moved here to Phoenix, um, I communicated with one of the owners here at a glass company. And I said, hey, this is what my history is. And I know that it has nothing to do with construction but I'm willing for you to teach me for free. And because I already saved money, it didn't hurt me to say that. But because he saw, no one has ever told him I would work for you for free. He saw my drive and ambition. And he was like, you know what? I'll put you under my wing because I know that eventually you're gonna be great. So when someone, when you need to find a mentor too, when someone sees that drive in you, they will help you. They will tell you which direction to go. So either find a mentor or find someone and work free for them. That's the only way you're going to get experience. But that's why I said you need to get yourself a job, save your money, and then don't waste it going to university until you need to. Mm -hmm. um, so I was getting paid at that time a little bit more than minimum wage. I was getting paid like $12, $13. And then after I was actually able to understand, uh, well, let me tell you where I worked. I was at a glass company. Before I became a project manager, I was kind of like a, an assistant. Um, he was just teaching me how glass works because I had no like no clue how mm -hmm. to put glass in, how to order doors. Like 
measurements and how to communicate with supervisors. So he was teaching me all of that. And then once he saw that I was ready to be a project manager, he just gave me the job and I was getting paid $15. And then um, after that, he gave me another raise and $18. So now uh, after I graduated uh, the university, I moved to a general contractor with all my experience that I had as a project manager in glass. Um, I get paid, I'm not going to tell you exactly how much I get paid, but I get paid more than $30 an hour. Um, so the thing here is, and you need to remember, if you want to succeed, you have to humble yourself and get the skills. Because once you learn the skills and the knowledge, you're unstoppable. No one's going to steal that from you. People can take away your job. People can take away your house, but no one can take away the knowledge and experience and skills that you have while you are trying to become whatever you're trying to become. Um, and that would be my my biggest thing I would tell myself if I was going to graduate high school is, Jasmine, don't go to Tucson, stay here, uh, work a job, go to school, learn how to communicate, and then find someone and work for them for free. And I think one thing important to mention is that it's never too late nope. to start. Nope. And that's one thing, too, is that I, when I moved back to Phoenix, I was like 21. I was 22. And I already, listen, I was I already took my MCAT. I already passed my MCAT. I was, I was already going to be admitted into medical school. And I threw all of that away. All of you, do you understand, like, how much effort and energy it is to actually go through all of that? So, of course, I disappointed my parents because they were like, you did all of that. You were like so close to just being a doctor already. Why, Jasmine? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it's my happiness. I'm, that's, and that's where my drive came to. And I, and I didn't care if I had to work for free because I threw everything away. Here's the thing, too. People lie to you and tell you you need a plan B. But when you have a plan B, it's because you don't believe in your dream or your goal. If you have a plan B you don't really want what you're going after you need you know what i mean so that that's basically my whole mindset i think you can have a plan b if it makes you feel safer um, if you have kids yeah. if you have responsibility that that mm -hmm. makes sense but if you are someone who um is single and and you don't have a lot of responsibilities this is your time for you to go straight head on to your goal mm -hmm. listen you have to face your fears i feel like one important thing to mention like based off my experience is like sometimes at least like in a hispanic household for mine like uh you you feel like you have to meet this expectations yes. mm -hmm. these expectations or that you help you have to help out this much or you know sometimes stuff happens and you have to help out your family more than than other people your age would yeah you know and uh i feel like yeah, you you totally have to like step out of your fear and know that it's now or never. Like it builds character too. Yeah, I feel like I would rather take someone who's an immigrant, the oldest, than someone who was born here and got everything handed to them. You have more drive, and I know that if you put something in your head, you will go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I, and I'm not bashing on anyone. I know that anyone can become successful. It's all it comes down to choice. Mm -hmm. You can never make anyone change, and you can never make someone want to become something mm -hmm. because it has to come to them. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I learned too. Um, whenever I have kids, it's gonna be really, really difficult for me to let them be them. Because listen, what if I have a kid who's lazy? 
I can't, you know what I mean? I can't. I my can't mom says, lo que no them. puedes ver en tu casa, lo has de yeah, tener. Yeah, that is like what my mom says all the time. So, um, yeah, so one thing you need to realize is um, your responsibilities are your responsibilities. If you want something, stop trying to have someone save you. You mm-hmm. can stop trying to find a boyfriend who's going to save you, who's rich. You, <laughs> you need to do it yourself. And I know it sucks because you probably haven't done it before and you are afraid. You're afraid of the unknown. And that's human nature is you really don't know what's going to happen if you go in this direction or, or you go the other direction. But, but that's the beauty of life. Like that's what, that's why you're living. You know what I mean? Why would he want to know what's going to happen next? You wouldn't be living. You would just, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. You, I feel like you would change your decisions if you yes, knew. Yes, yes. Like, who are you going to marry and who, what job you're going to have? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you would avoid anything that would put you down. Yeah. And failures and stuff. So Yeah, so it wouldn't build up the character that you, you had. Mm-hmm. One thing that we wanted to ask you, because you're a project manager, yeah. you know construction, mm-hmm. typically you see a lot of, men mm-hmm. in that industry yeah so what are some barriers that you had to break in the industry because you're a woman well there's a lot actually well other than me being a woman i'm hispanic mm-hmm. and in construction the big dogs like the supervisors and the other project managers guess what they're all white there's no african-american mm-hmm. there's no mexican there's no arabic they're all white so with me coming here and me bossing my men well i'm not bossing them but i'm like I'm the one telling them, hey, go go to this job site. No, we got to go over here. No, what, what, you forgot about this door. Mm-hmm. And like doing all of that, they don't like it. They they look at me and they're like, why did, first of all, why did you choose this career if it's for men, right? Have you ever seen a woman working in construction? Like and when you are driving by, have you seen a woman? I have. Really? Yeah. Very yeah. few times, but I have. Yeah. I have never seen a woman like working construction. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So like um, on top of that, I'm a girl, so I am not emotional, and it's not, and it's not because like um, I think it's the way my mom raised me. She's very strict, and and if I cried or something, she's like, ya, ya calmate, ya, está bien, you know what I mean? Another you know what I mean? So they don't like that either. They don't like that they can control me with my emotions because I don't get mad easily. I'm always happy if, and I'm always grateful for what I have. So me being a woman, they can't attack me and say, your, your decision isn't legit because you're being emotional right now. Is it your time of the month? You know, and that's happened to me before where they asked me, is it your time of the month? Is that why you're making this irrational decision? What? And I'm just, yes. And I'm just like, I just look at them and I'm like, no, do you want to talk to the owner of the company? He's the one that made it. But of course, like I always have to. I make sure I pass all my ideas and my decisions to him before I do it because, of course, it's going to cost the company money. Mm-hmm. So I have, um, not that I don't like men. I love men. I think they're so handsome and nice. <laughs> delicious, ricos, papis. Como dice bad bunny, papis, sí. Pero I don't like men who put other people down, whether you are a female, whether mm-hmm. you are an immigrant. I just, it's just, why if you are a confident man you're not gonna put anybody down nope. and you're not gonna be intimidated by a woman because i think you're a badass and i think if you're a real man yeah they wouldn't be intimidated by you yeah. they'll be like yeah you yeah. know this girl's doing something mm-hmm. you know yeah. exactly yeah. and i do want to bring this uh, the whole man thing because i do have and 
we're going to talk about ex. I did date someone and I got cheated on for that main reason. They were um, insecure. They were insecure. He, we had, I'm very, even though he hurt me, I wanted to know why. Not because I don't think I'm enough. I wanted to do this that way I know how to have a better relationship. And to be honest, we're still friends. I'm, I love to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. I love to not have enemies, but he told me, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I just didn't feel I was man enough for you. It was like, um, I had to boost my ego and boost my, he's a bodybuilder though too. So I was like, he was very confident. Mm-hmm. I had to boost myself, uh, confidence by sleeping with another woman, having another woman see me as more like bigger than her. And I just started laughing. Like at this time, I was already kind of like over the whole uh, cheating thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me realize that many men feel this way. And that's why men cheat too, is because uh, you either, it's not even about you being successful. If you are beautiful, if you have a really be- beautiful body too, they will feel insecure and they will feel like you can have anyone. And because you can have anyone, they're going to feel, yes, they want to prove their ego and they want to say, I am, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can have whoever I want. Mm -hmm. And that leads them to cheating. And that's my experience. But um, at the moment, I am talking to someone, so we can't can't declare that right now. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking for another papacito over here. (laughs) But, yeah. No, but don't let anything stop you. There's always going to be people who hate you. There's always people who are not going to like who you are for a reason. That's just a reflection of who they are, not you. Um, that's my biggest lesson when it comes to men. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Because sometimes, and it's so funny because I think we were talking about this last time. I told yeah. you one of my friends, really good friends, his name is Hector. Um, he has some sisters and same thing. Sisters are doing their own thing, you know, like trying to become the best version of themselves. Yeah. Very entrepreneurs too. Um, and he was like, you guys, meaning me and like his sisters, you guys have to find someone that like matches your energy and it's not scared of you being such an independent woman. Yes. Like, because if they're, if they're intimidated by that, you're not going to be happy. No, they're, they want to make you stop and, and stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. And they're going to, even if you have dreams, they're not going to like that. Your dreams are bigger than his mm-hmm. and you're and if you are succeeding more than him, he's not going to like that either. Yeah. Like I've heard stories where like guys don't like when the girls get paid better than them. No. And I know. And it's my story from my parents too. When, so my dad is my stepdad. Um, I was like four. I can't remember how old I was, but my mom was making more than him. She had a house at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she, when she met him, she's like five years older than him. She was like 25, 26. He was like 21. And he was making like $7 and she was making like, $16, And if we put it into time now, it's like me, like how much I'm making now is how much she was making back then. Mm-hmm. So my dad was intimidated to date her, but um, they were compatible and they had such a good connection that my mom pushed him to make more. She was, mm-hmm. she even like told me about the conversation is he told her, I was like, I don't like that you are making more than me. Like, I really want to want you to stop working, but I know that you can't because you have a kid. And it, it was just a conversation that we're having. Um, we're talking about what, like 20 years ago or something. I can't even remember. Um, and my mom just told him, I was like, don't, don't leave me because I make more money than you. This should give you the motivation to make more. Mm-hmm. you know and then my dad loved that my dad it changed to the whole perspective of my dad and they 
their whole success and the whole thing is because they were compatible. You might have someone who is compatible, but do you have like that connection, that confianza there? Tell them your dreams and not feel like they're going to bring you down if you do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all about positivity. Like I always, always like people think I'm crazy because I'm always like happy and I'm always looking at the bright side. But what what do you want me to do? Be negative? That's the only other option I have. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> and it's, it's not going to solve anything. Yeah, it's yeah. the truth. And don't get me wrong. I have days like almost every single day. I just want to give up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I have it in my head. I'm just like, really, Jasmine. Like, yeah, ya tienes todo. Ya relájate. Ya, well, just be lazy today. Don't go to work. You know what I mean? But honestly, whenever I do have those thoughts, I stop. I get on my knees and I pray. And I, I always say this. It's always my line. I'm like, God, please give me the strength. Like, I, that's my that's my secret. I anything that I have going on that makes me feel small, I always get on my knees and I ask God for strength. That's the only way you can do it because mm -hmm. that means at that moment I don't have the strength. My human flesh doesn't have the strength. You know what I mean? And it's a huge um, game changer, especially if you are going through a breakup or uh, you feel like you are not enough. Just talk to God. Just get on your knees. If it doesn't matter if you're doing it every hour, it doesn't matter. Like you will get the motivation to do what you need to do and get out of that whole depression and get out of it, out of it if you start talking to Him. And maybe you, you might not believe in God, okay? I'm not here to push you, God on you, but I'm pretty sure that you can agree that there is a universe and there's energy and everything is connected. Talk to that energy. Um, but yeah, that's my biggest secret is whenever I'm feeling down, I just get on my knees, whether that's at the at the store, at work. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just do it. It's just, it changes me, especially mm -hmm. when, when I want to give up. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. And yeah. we mentioned it before, like it's no one else is going to do that for you. Like nope. you have to do it yourself that you know what's good for you and what will make you grow. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another question we had for you was like, what type of, what are the resources that helped you along the way? resources yeah what do you mean like resources like it can be anything like either like i know you're not like a lot of into social media or are you like it could be that or people or just anything okay so i think when it comes to my resources i'm gonna give credit to my dad um he was my biggest resource um i'm a one direction fan and uh there's this song i forget the name of it but it says uh i wouldn't be who i am today without you um you love me when no one else loved me so he was the one who always gave me the strength and i would see him wake up at the same time i'm waking up now mm. to give us a better life so his unconditional love and his he always gave me comfort of telling me you can do whatever you want mm. you have the power like people are not gonna like you people are not gonna always be there by your side but we will Mm -hmm. And that like that comfort of having someone there to actually help you, um, that to me was was a blessing for sure. But another resource, I would say um, Instagram. Um, I think that I use I don't use Instagram or uh, TikTok or YouTube to make money. I do it more to connect with other entrepreneurs. If it wasn't for uh, YouTube, I would have never met one of my biggest role models, which is Gary Vee. He's, I don't know if you guys know, he's, in, he's a businessman. He, he does curse a lot and he does uh, interrupt people a lot. But <laughs> if you look past all of that, um, you'll see his message. It's the same thing I'm preaching to you right now. 
And I've been listening to him since I was 19. And whenever I feel down or when I need a little push, I listen to Gary Vee. He also teaches you how to um, grow in social media if you want to become an influencer. It's all about bringing value to others. Mm-hmm. Because look, listen, look at your Instagram. You probably take selfies and your selfie probably says, feeling cute, probably going to delete later. <laughs> but are you really bringing any value to anyone? No. And that's probably why you're not growing. That's probably why you're not um, attracting people. Because when you give, when you give the most to other people, that's when God starts giving you. Because mm-hmm. this is the whole universe. Look at nature. The whole purpose of nature is to give us oxygen, to give us food. The whole purpose of everything is to give human stuff. And the only way for you to win is to actually do the same thing. Align yourself with the universe. Give and you shall receive. It's a Bible verse too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I forget it. Like knock on the door. Do you know it? I don't know it, but I know what you mean. Because I feel like the times that it, when when you feel like more blessed or you feel like in your heart that you've done like a good thing and you just feel like good about yourself is like me personally is when I'm giving. Yes. When I'm doing stuff, like whenever I've done community service. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm just doing stuff for me, which you have to do things for yourself, but for a bigger purpose, I think that's, that's the correct way to say it. But, um, yeah, like I, f- I feel like that that's the things that I feel more accomplished. The times that I feel more accomplished is when I'm doing things for others, not for me. Um, what's the what's the motivator speaker? What's the name? Um, starts with a T. It's not Gary V. Tim Buckley. No, no, no. no. Um, Wait, no, that's not. He has like a weird voice. I forget his name. Uh, he was so I read his book, and he was saying, if i not, if not, I'll just like put it down in my uh, Instagram if you guys ever want to go take a look. Uh. The two biggest uh, ways you can get out of depression and always be fulfilled and happy is growing. Okay, if you stop growing, think about it. Whenever think about any time you uh, were depressed or sad, you were not uh, giving yourself self respect because you weren't growing. You weren't going after what you wanted. And I'm not talking about like um, money or stuff. It's just like you growing in your skills with piano or you becoming an artist or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And the second thing for you to be fulfilled and happy is to give, to give more than you receive. Those are the two keys because listen, if you keep growing, you're going to keep growing your skills. You're going to keep growing and then you're going to make money. And the second thing is like, if you give, the universe is going to pay you back because you're not being selfish. When you mm-hmm. are holding on to money or holding on to your stuff and not giving, that's when you really stop receiving blessings because you're telling the universe you don't need anybody. You're being greedy. You don't need anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it basically stops right there. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I feel like you also have to get out of your comfort zone. Like, we're so comfortable that's so hard. in one place. That's yeah. really hard. And I'm t- yeah, with the gym, like, I've been at the same position. Uh, like, I do the same weights. I do the same, like, movements. Mm. And I'm not – I got used to it. So then yeah. whenever, like, I do work with a bodybuilder, they always tell me, like, what are you doing? Weren't you doing that like two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Are you doing the same routine? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what, what are you judging me right now? Yeah. He was like, you're not growing. He was like, you really want that booty? You're not growing your weights. I know you don't want to go heavier because if you go heavier, it's going to hurt you. But pain is the only way for you to grow. Mm-hmm. So even that's why I like to go to the gym. Not because I, I don't want to get muscular. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, it helps your mental. Listen, mm-hmm. you're doing physical work. 
it's also when you're running it's all about your mindset like you want to give up it's your thoughts right mm -hmm. and yeah. your, your emotions come in one of the things that i always tell myself is mind over matter mind over matter so like yeah. it's all in here like yeah. when i'm running because i don't know when i was um first starting to go to the gym like before i used to play basketball and soccer and i was in great shape yeah and then i went through like a phase of like depression and just like i feel like since then it's been very hard to like it's like weird for me like i pick myself up and then some days are just bad and then i pick myself up again and it's like the same you know it's hard to be consistent yeah yeah um so one of the things that i've told myself lately like when i go to the gym it's like mind over matter mind over matter like it's all in here like mm -hmm. i gotta push myself and yeah you know it helps like it's the first couple of days it's it's kind of hard because you're like you're not used to that yeah mm -hmm. but it, it does help like telling yourself it's all in my head it's all in my head like let me just continue or i just i think about something else or like distract myself because sometimes we'll watch like the movie and we're working mm -hmm. out one of the biggest things that i've the, the, the reason why I work out in the morning was because the hardest thing for me to do before I started working out was going to the gym. I could not stay consistent. I was always that girl who at New Year's, one of my resolutions was go to the gym. <laughs> and I never would do it. You know, I would never go. So if, whether you don't have to go to the gym, okay? What I'm saying is whatever you find more difficult, doing homework, doing whatever, do it in the morning before you do you go to work, before you do anything. Because listen, you're done with it. Yeah. You might be tired later, but you already did it. You're done. It's done. Mm -hmm. And you do the same thing every single day, you're gonna realize that you turn this into a routine. Mm -hmm. And like, like I said before, if you want to do a YouTube video, do it in the morning, do it before you go to work. If that means you have to wake up three hours before and go to sleep th three hours before, do it. If you really want to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You gotta do the hardest thing in the morning. Because I get super lazy at night. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I that's where I eat cookies, that's when I drink. It's all at night. I'm at my lowest at night. Or you get off of work and you're tired. Yeah, so you yeah. don't want to do anything. Yes. You're just I'm done. I'm done for the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's why I like that you said in the morning. And that's what we're gonna try to do, start going to the gym. And listen, morning. you don't have to do two hours. You can just start with thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, but I will say this one thing, one the biggest lesson I learned with the gym is first to wait because listen um even if you don't want to get buffer or whatever when you do when you use your energy running you like get super tired that when you're you know, sorry let me explain that when you do cardio first and then you do weights you you're not going to want to pick up the weights mm -hmm. you get lazy yeah. but if you do the weights first you're you're pumped your energy yeah. is there after you do your weights you're going to have energy to walk mm -hmm. you're going to have energy you know what i mean so my biggest lesson i used to do the opposite I used to do cardio first and then weights, but that's when I just I just couldn't. I couldn't mm -hmm. squat. I couldn't do anything that would grow my booty. Because your legs are already yes, I'm yeah. already tired. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's my biggest re recommendation: is first to weights before you do cardio. That's what we were talking about doing weights, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's scary. I was so scared to like do like the. Um, going where the men were like because they were doing the chest stuff, and I was like. I, I feel small. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. They're going to yeah. judge me. But listen, when you're at the gym, no one is looking at you. They're staring at themselves. They're, mm -hmm. they're worried about themselves. And that's what the world is about. Mm -hmm. Do you think people are really caring about what you are like doing? No. Mm -hmm. You're always thinking of like, oh, is, is she looking at me? <laughs> what do they think about me? Is my outfit weird? Why is he staring at me? And mm -hmm. the other person is thinking the same thing. Why yeah. is she staring at me? You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are yeah. just like, um, 
that's my whole thing too is um, when you go to the gym take it slow it's gonna be hard in the beginning because mm -hmm. especially if you are a girl because it's scary it's just there's not another girl in the morning I am the only girl and that's why I try not to wear shorts and stuff because you can, you can they can make you feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. um but don't worry about it just just do it it's all about you trying to be better right yeah for yourself yeah, yeah. it's all about your growth exactly mm -hmm. <laughs> well I think this has been a great episode we thank you so much for sharing all of your experiences being here we're gonna mm -hmm. share your YouTube and your uh, Instagram so people that are interested in checking out your contact can totally do that mm -hmm. we're actually gonna do a collaboration for your channel yes. <laughs> so you guys can check Go us check out, there. out. Yeah. yeah well i just want to say uh thank you for listening and if i can leave you with anything in this video is always remember be someone that makes you happy have a good day <laughs> hey great way to close <laughs> bye, bye guys <laughs>